This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, wow. Hey, Steve. I'm looking at Tyler Perry's uh, studios in Atlanta. Hotland. Click on that link and look how huge this property is. So, he came in at number three on the Forbes list of the top 10 highest paid entertainers of 2022. Last year, he made $175 million. Um, and here, here's the sitchy. So he's got this huge piece of property that has, because of the success of the movie studio he's got in Atlanta, property taxes have jumped. Oh. And there are a lot of senior citizens who are seeing this happen and... They don't want to have to move out of their homes because it's, you know, that's how much the taxes are going up. Yeah. Hmm. So Tyler Perry is ponying up the difference so everyone can stay in their homes. Well, that's really kind. He's donating $750,000 this year. So Atlanta's low income seniors aren't forced out. Uh, There are a lot of folks who live in the area around these studios. And, um, yeah, wow, this is really amazing. That's a lot of money. And he's doing this for, like, the next 20 years, I think. Wow. So it'll do a number of good things in the community, including paying off all the back property taxes for every low-income senior in Atlanta, which covers nearly 300 homes. And the money uh, will cover taxes imposed by the city, the county, and schools. So they're effectively freezing property taxes for these 100 seniors for 20 years. Isn't that nice? It's great. He just yeah, seems gonna, like a good dude. He's going to give $500,000 every year for the next four years. So his total contributions will come out to $2.75 million. Wow. Yeah, he's such a great guy, and I think he's giving, you know, Keanu Reeves a run for his money because everyone loves Keanu. But Tyler Perry also, when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry were fleeing England and didn't have money that was coming, you know, from the family anymore, from, you know, the royals... They had nowhere to go, but they wanted to get out of there. He gave them his house to live in for as long as they needed to before they could get their, you know, feet on the ground. 
so to speak. So they were living in Tyler Perry's house. From a non-financial standpoint, he also was there off on the side alongside Denzel Washington during Will Smith's That's right. time of need, so to speak, after the slap at last year's Oscars, where uh, you know he came over and was like, dude, breathe, breathe, right. look at me, what's happening? Yeah, seems like a good guy. I wonder if there's going to be a Chris Rock appearance at the Oscars this year. Oh, good question. Probably think, not. I don't know. You think Jimmy Kimmel? Are they buddies? Could Kimmel say to Chris, hey, man, I'm hosting. You get to come out, and you got five minutes to do whatever you want. Joke, you know, it could be Will's not going to be there. You can just be there, and, and the floor is yours. Hmm. Wonder. Things that make you go home. It's almost been a year. Yeah, I can't believe it. Crazy. Slap heard around the world. By the way, if you hadn't heard the news, um, Ryan Seacrest is leaving live with Kelly and Ryan. Crazy. Mark Consuelos, her husband, has already been named the successor. He, uh, as it reads, at least, he told them last year. Seacrest communicated that last year to Kelly and I would presume to Gelman and all the ABC brass. And then that way it allowed them a lot of runway to to work on everything. And I mean, obviously, a decidedly different end of this run than happened with Michael Strahan, where that went down really poorly. And it was like Strahan all but up and just was like shocked them it was as i remember it was like we found out like just normal people at the same time that those who would it would impact directly found out so that not well handled i remember it was around that time that elizabeth reese and i made a commitment to each other and we're like if ever you're thinking of leaving do not let me be the last person to hear this give me runway and so when i left twin cities live she was one of the first people that I told months before I even made my mind up. I took her out to lunch and said, I'm thinking about moving on. And that was that was in June. And that's the right thing to do. And then I didn't announce that I was leaving until, you know, mid-September and didn't leave the show until late November. And so, yes, it sounds like something this was handled very well by all accounts and reading all of the stuff on social between, you know, Kelly shouting out Ryan, Ryan shouting out Kelly and his family at live. It sounds like it is very amicable and just, he just realized it was time for something different. He had originally signed on for three years, liked it so much, decided to stick around for another three, but we'll wrap up here in a couple of months. And Mark Consuelo says her co-host is, I thought he was going to get it last time. In fact, when they announced it last time, they didn't tell us who the new permanent host was until they revealed it on the show. And, you know, they were there and said, like, yes, and now right. here are. And they showed a reverse image of uh, like the, the video was from behind at first. And so I see this like tight fade on the back of the, the guy's hair. And I actually thought it was Mark Consuelos by the by the quick look oh, of it. Oh, interesting. And uh, and then it ended up being Seacrest. But she and Mark will do great so well together. Great. They already do. And it just it's a totally different dynamic that you can't you can't imitate it, duplicate it, unless you're married to the person for right. like twenty years, which they've been. So I think it's gonna be really great for them. I do, too. Looking forward to it, because he's easy on the eyes. Thank you. What?
I'm just saying what everybody else is thinking. Thank you. Um, you, We haven't heard much about the Rust movie in a little bit. We knew that it was going to go ahead, um, but it looks like they're going to start resuming the you know filming of rust they put out joel joel souza who is the director uh who was also injured in that shooting incident said although bittersweet i'm grateful that a brilliant and dedicated new production team joining former cast and crew are committed to completed what helena and i started um they already have a woman in place to take over a cinematographer um, her widower, Matthew Hutchins, is on as executive producer as a stipulation of that settlement uh, settlement with Alec Baldwin. And um, yeah, two safety officers have also been added to the crew to make sure there are zero working weapons or any form of ammunition on the set. So there you go. Thank you. Would you see this movie? I don't know. I mean, I would not see it for any reason. I don't even know what it's about. I just know it's a Western. Yeah, Western. That's it. I mean, I don't know anything more than... So Western set in Kansas in the 1880s about a 13-year-old boy who goes on the run with his estranged grandfather, a notorious outlaw named Harland Rust, played by Alec Baldwin. Oh. Okay. Seems kind of interesting. Never heard of the kid. Like, never heard a mention of a kid on set. Last little bit, uh, Ken Jennings here again in the world of television host news. He's kind of stepping away from, uh, he's taking an extended leave from Jeopardy. Maya and Bialik coming back in and handling all of the hosting duties. And uh, people aren't totally sure what to make of it. If he's going to be coming back a little bit later, maybe near a tournament of champions time, which I think happens in the fall. But Ken Jennings sort of stepping away. And I also was reading a little dirt online saying that Jeopardy's having some trouble getting audience members to fill the seats. Really? Yeah, you know, but you have to kind of commit like four hours, I guess, on taping day, so it can be a long thing, and you don't get the confirmation that the tickets are yours until five days before. Oh, 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 oh. But if some of these same things were in place when Alex Trebek was there, it was maybe more of an event, a box to check when Alex Trebek was there. And sure. So Jeopardy still seems like they're they're muddled a bit in this interim phase. So, and I guess a little bit more of the same now with Ken Jennings stepping away for a little bit, taking an extended break. Okay. From Jeopardy. So that means we have um, Mayim? Mayim. Okay. Mayim Bialik. Yep. Thank you. Good day. I have a study when we come back. Um, it's a study on how we use our cell phones each and every day. But there's one stat in particular that was very surprising to me. I don't think it'll be surprising to you. Hmm. But to me, I'll tell you all about it according to a new study when we come right back. All right, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you listening to the show. We've got a study. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Okay, this is all about how we use our phones. Okay, I think people use their phones more than I realized. Here comes Aunt Donna, everybody. All right. So there's a new report where 46% of people say they've completed a full day of work entirely on their phone. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it, not just talking on the phone, but, you know, maybe filling out, you know, reports and things like that. Yeah. Huh. So, here are some things that people do entirely on their phone, okay? Some other things. That's okay. 46% of people. That's a lot of people. 51% of people have done a full grocery run through their phone. Hmm. What's that mean? I'm not quite sure. Okay. Maybe just looking at a list and doing a whole run. 51% have taken photos of a special occasion on their phone like a wedding. Yes, queen. 47% have shopped for clothing on their phone. Yes, queen. 46% have completed a full day's work, as mentioned. 42% have worked through and filed a tax return. Mm. I could never. No. 39% huh. have completed a homework assignment on their phone. 38% have read a full book or a magazine. And 22% have done some kind of dictation transcription only using their phone. Hmm. I get the camera stuff. I get that. Not a huge fan of doing banking on the phone. For safety reasons. That's just me. Okay. Um, And I honor you, Queen. Thank you. Like, I know you do a lot on your phone. I do a lot on my phone. I do a lot on my phone. I do banking there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, I deposit. You do mobile deposit. I do mobile deposit. That's all I do. Yeah, Other than that, I'm I'm going on my laptop. Oh wait a minute. Huh. So you think that the laptop is inherently more safer than the phone simply because your phone could get lost? Because so you're still trusting technology yes. with banking stuff, just not the phone. Reluctantly, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, but it's no, it's not. It's not because necessarily because I'm afraid of being hacked or whatever that I don't use the phone. It's just not. It's it's the size of the palm of your hand. It's very hard to do stuff like on a little screen on. If you're working on a Word document, that's very difficult to do on a phone. Yeah. As compared to a keyboard and a laptop and a, you know, like, big screen in front of you. That's my thing. Right. Like, when I see people go, oh, here, I'm going to order this for you right now, and they take out their phone, I'm like, I don't even know how you can do that. I have to have a laptop. To order something off of, like, Amazon? Absolutely. That's peculiar. You had ah. me with the Word document thing. I understand how it's it's better. It's more functional, easier to do a Word document on a, a laptop. Likewise, it's in many ways, it's easier to email, too, if you're going to be saying something of note. And I do a lot of voice-to-text in, uh, in my email responses. But Amazon, oh, man, I probably... 80% of purchases I make on Amazon are probably just right from my phone. So you have There's, an Amazon app? I do. Yeah. I, I or do you, not. Or you could just go to Amazon.com through your browser right. on your right, phone. Right, right, right. But, oh, yeah, it's really easy. You might like that, Donna. I don't know if I would. 
Because you know you don't need it to be too big on there. I th- I probably have ordered before. Of course, on am you know on my phone, but it's not my go-to. It's just it feels very itty bitty. Okay. Like I'm playing. I'm gonna pretend that my phone is you know my laptop. It's just so small. Why? Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I'm I not going to hate on you for that. I also look at Instagram on my laptop. Now that is, I do not do that. I often. took a picture one day to show somebody something, and they went, "That's weird. I didn't even know you could access Instagram from a laptop yeah. or a desktop." Because it I mean, it's designed to be a phone thing. Yeah, right? and then yeah. like uploading a photo seems weird on Instagram through yeah. your desktop or your laptop. Right, 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 right. You know, where it easily drags it over from your camera roll. Um, well, that's interesting there, Debo. You know, I can do it. Like if we go and do a remote broadcast, it's not as functional, but I can just bring my phone. If I prep from home and put all the stuff in the places, then on my phone, you can just go open your Excel spreadsheet or shared document that we have right google doc and then you can tap on the story and it will take you to the page and it's like well this is easier to travel with but then True. sometimes it sometimes True. it kind of putters out a little bit and you do notice the limit of it people you, like their phones people do like their phones Don. i like that that's your main takeaway thank you how about this this is something else with your phone text messaging can I make a confession real quick? Yes. I didn't know you could do voice to text in an email. Had no idea. Until I just said it right now? Correct. Hmm. Hmm. What are you going to do with that information now? Maybe voice to text in an email. My voice to text has gotten worse since the update. Oh, yeah? It's less accurate now. Huh. Oh, no. I don't even know if my phone updated. Anyway, you were going to say uh, texting, whatever. When couples take longer to text each other, it's a sign that they've been together for a longer period of time. So you could read that it's a good sign. They found that the average response time for newly dating couples was 16 minutes and 50 seconds. Wow. Which is high, actually. Wow. They also send each other 15 messages every day, plus seven social media posts. Holy Hannah. But just two years into a relationship, the average response time slumps down to 24 minutes with 12 messages every day and six social social media posts. So in theory, you could read this as, honey, if I don't get back to you soon, that's just you. that proves how long we've been together. Right. We're in it. We're 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 not in the babbling brook phase. We are the river that runs quiet but right. deep. There you, go. you know, I have that disease where if I get a text, I have to respond right away. Oh, like that is right a away. Disease. Like I'm like, oh crap! If I don't respond now, I'm never going to remember to respond later. I have that. I have that affliction, which mm. is why sometimes I leave my phone in the other room. So if I don't hear it, ding, it doesn't exist. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There is a remedy remedy for feeling like you have to respond immediately. What's that? Not. <laughs> Thank you. Heal itself, my friend. Hey. 
it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You know, it's not always the most easy conversation to have talking about end-of-life stuff like this. But I'm glad my mom uh, sat down and had a talk with uh, my sister and me about what she wanted for when it's her time to go. And uh, she went and had a sit-down with Lisa at Crescent Tide Cremation Services. Pre-paid, pre-planned for a simple cremation. They start at just $800. I think these days so many people don't want a big, fancy, expensive funeral at a funeral parlor type situation they maybe just want a simple cremation and then have their family celebrate them in a way that is more meaningful to them uh that is what we will someday do with my mom but uh she's still around and uh hope she's out there listening hey mom if this sounds like something you want to do for your family or if a death in the family occurs and you're looking for a simple cremation look to crescent tide cremation services use my talk keyword cremation Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Mike Zamboni in the house. Toot, toot. Love it. Woo! Woo, man. What a journey, everybody. What a journey it's been. We've had a lot of fun here today. If you're just tuning in, boy, you screwed up your day. But you can always catch up. You can listen on the podcast, it's yes. downloadable wherever you listen to your podcast. You can get it there. So far today, we have covered a variety of topics, including Ryan Seacrest's surprising announcement that he's going to be leaving live coming up in April, yes. and Kelly Ripa's husband, Mark Consuelos, will join her full-time in the co-host chair, which I think is going to be really great for them. Uh, we also talked a little bit about Bruce Springsteen in a fit of rage, whipping his guitar at a tax head. No, hang on. I may have misread that. He threw his guitar. Heavy electric guitar. Like, here, catch it, Bruce. Or, wait, Bruce B, because he's Bruce S. It's all like The Bachelor on these tours, you have to understand. He throws the guitar to Bruce the technician, let's say, conks him right in the head. (laughs) Down he goes, like a sack of potatoes. He was okay. Uh, We talked a little bit about that and then tried to convince Donna that she should go see Springsteen when he comes here on March 3rd. Because I'll think about it. at the end of her life, you, do you care if you have those $300 on your deathbed? Boop. Boop. Yeah, probably not. Thank you. So go see Springsteen. You won't forget it for the rest of your life. Thank you. Uh, we went through some of the happiest songs, talked about a god-awful collaboration between Pepsi and Peeps. If you've ever wanted to cram Peeps inside of your Pepsi-Cola, you can now. They're in these yellow cans. Are you just recapping gonna be available whole nationwide. Show? Yeah, I'm filling time. I'm back teasing. <laughs> I'm back teasing. I'm back letting them teasing. know what they missed. Okay. Great. Uh, I talked a little bit about the new Netflix drama uh, docuseries, which is dramatic. It's called Full Swing, and it just dropped on Netflix yesterday. People so are saying it's good. Out. Yeah, there was a lot of drama involved with big, big-time big players leaving the PGA Tour last year to chase that money. Hey, um, Z. Yeah. What are you watching? Oh, right now in the middle of Poker Face. Um, okay, you liking that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. We're in the middle of The Bear, so I'm getting through that one, too. And we still basically, when we're just kind of like, hey, what do you want to watch? We're still working through Sopranos for the first time. Oh, I so, love it. I yeah, love it. We okay. just got those as kind of all kind of in line. What, uh, what season of The Sopranos? Uh, five. Great. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're digging it? Digging it, of course. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So I get good. why it has all of that hype and Ugh. why people were like, what? Whenever I said, yeah, I never saw it. But So good. 
Steve, you I think I've only like seen it. one or two episodes. You shouldn't see it. <laughs> it's just a lot of violence, yeah. a lot of like sex. You know the strip joint? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the real place is called Satin Dolls. Okay. Can't remember what they call it on the show. Bada Bing? The, yeah, the Bada Bing. Mm-hmm. I pass it every time I go home. Oh, really? That's every awesome. Every single time I'm driving to my brother's house, I have to pass that joint. And I think of the Sopranos nice. every time. Thank you. Uh, Steve? Yes, Donna? Uh, what are you going to do with the rest of your day today? Um, my daughter is going to be in a show tonight, so we're going to uh, go and see her in a cool. show, which is very exciting, a middle school production. And I also will... <coughs> Excuse me, vulnerable moment. I will uh, finalize a uh, purchase of a vehicle that I ordered four months ago. and then Oh, wow. I didn't forget that I had ordered it, <laughs> but if you go to get a new vehicle, if it's in demand, you can wait. Three months, six months, some reported like 10 to 12 month wait periods. I hear on those uh, Kia tell you rides. You've seen those. Mm-hmm. You've seen the Kia. So anyway, just last week, right before I left for Colorado, a guy called me and said, hey, Steve, guess what just arrived? And I was like, oh, that's right. Okay, now what do I do? So then I uh, have been doing a bunch of back and forth calls because the dealership is in um, Wisconsin where because of inventory. It's tough to get your hands on some of these vehicles now, Donna. Sorry. You know this. You're going to be buying a vehicle soon. I think I am. So I'm going to be doing finalizing some loan things and finalizing a purchase of a vehicle. Congratulations. Thank you for asking. Thank you. Do you guys do that thing? I don't know if this is like an East Coast thing or maybe just a my family thing, but whenever someone gets a new car, you like throw a bunch of change in the back. Oh, God, no. Never heard of it. Really? That sounds awful. Did I make that up? You might have. I think I throw a bunch of change. Yeah, it's like, like good luck. It's like christening the car. Oh, that's interesting. No, you could just empty like a bunch of goldfish crackers and smush them <laughs> up and just say, "Here's what it's going to turn into anyway." It's called car coining. <laughs> when a few few coins are tossed onto the floor of a newly purchased vehicle as a sign of good luck. I didn't make it up. Hmm. No, I've not heard of that, Donna. And I, no, I think it's an Italian thing because I'm I'm seeing headlines that say, "Why do Italians throw change in a new car?" Wow, this sounds like a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and as you would say, Donna, I shan't be doing that. I will do it, even though you shan't. Because you're thinking of getting a new vehicle as well, aren't you? There, friend? I want the change. Please give me some change. Thank you. Hey, it's Big Nasty and D-Bone. What a do, cowboy? Big Nasty, really? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a terrible name. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys making soup down there today? Yeah, I got some soup. What kind? Uh, pasta fagioli vegan. Shut up! Really? Are you kidding? No, I did it. You oh did it? God. Oh, my God, Brian. We're influencers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm coming down. That's amazing. Yeah, I made it with um, garbanzo beans. Yes. And it's vegan, so I didn't know. You're kind of weird about meat, so. 
Thank you. Compliments <laughs> accepted. You know what I was thinking, Brian? We are, we're probably helping your soup game because you could have done autopilot before, but now that you know that you're getting the call and the millions and millions of people are listening, waiting to find out what you're sure. making, you probably think about it a little more. That's still autopilot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian, you uh, are a national treasure. Thank uh, you. you. I can't, all right, guys. I can't wait to come down. All right, get back to work. All, all right, right sorry, bye. bye. Okay. Holy cow. Look at that, friend. He actually did it. After essentially saying it was sort of like a garbage soup. He was like, you know, it's whatever. Oh, I love Pasta it. Fajoula, and now he's... You got it. You got to go in really emphatically. Yes. Say, what do I got to do to get the pasta? And I'm going to get the big bowl, not just the cup. Call all your friends. You do Meals on Wheels, kind of, for your friends sometimes. I do. Like, hey, good meal here. You want me to bring you something hot? And they've really liked what they've eaten from the cafeteria. Totally. Hey, uh, Zamboni, when do you eat lunch? Because you are on from 10 until 3 actively on the air are you doing like intermittent fasting i bring it in with me yeah and i kind of naturally just don't eat breakfast anyway so i kind of have to eat right around noon to one o'clock so okay. i always bring it in with me right. what you got for lunch today there uh today got some leftover uh, rice and some chicken and it's a little stir fry number it's really good mm. Mm. i love leftovers nice. yep kind of cook it for the I week and, yeah yum all right guys well this good. has been like real fun this has been, if I had to rate it, I would say this has been one of our five shows this week. <laughs> you know, beginning to end. F for fine. As they say, each week you have to have a best show of the week and a worst show of the week. That's just math. <laughs> and so we... I don't know if this is the this worst, one. but you know, maybe a close second. Can't be the best. Can't, definitely not, not the best. Darn sure. Definitely not. But All right. We encourage everybody, due to soft tissue injuries being on the rise, don't forget <laughs> to stretch today and stretch a neighbor if you know them well. Okay. I'm going to take off. All right. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn are coming up next. Have a great day.